0: I had a lot of questions regarding the importance I placed on wealth in the previous episode. So let me clarify as we continue with today's episode and you will see not only the importance of wealth but also the place that wealth should have in your life. So when we look at wealth in scripture, it's really a force and this can be physical but it can also be might or strength. So this is why we have to look at wealth and how it can be used in your life to influence society, how you can influence uh, other people, not dominate them, but influence others and the circumstances and the situations around you so that you can even help uplift people so that they can be in a place where they can be empowered. And this is really where we going to and what we're looking at in this episode. So please stay tuned until after the intro as we dig into this important subject. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader that you were born to be. The show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest. And now let's move on to today's episode. Hello, this is Yanni from The Rise and Shine Show. Welcome to today's episode. And today's episode is titled, Your Gift is Your Work. And your gift makes room for you in the world. And this is a follow-up on the previous message where we looked why it is important to discover the gift you were born with, what's inside of you. Now, I had a lot of questions regarding the importance I placed on wealth. Now, let me then clarify, as we continue with today's episode And you will see not only the importance of wealth, but also the place that wealth should have in your life. So first of all, let's look at what is wealth. Now in scripture, wealth is a force and it could be by means of physical goods or by might and strength. And when we look according to the the dictionary or the thesaurus, wealth refers to the abundance of belongings. So according to our modern day standards, wealth is only measured in belongings. And this is where where it gets exciting and where it really gets interesting. Because many people look at wealth as a negative thing because they have been indoctrinated with a belief that money is evil or money is dirty. You've all heard the the saying where people look at a wealthy person, they say, that person is stinking rich. And there's nothing stinky about that. It's, It's usually the people who do not have anything and it's many times the people who live on the street who do not have anything, they are many times the people who really have smells on them that are not so great. So, so that's actually not a, a true statement because um, people look at money and they say money is evil, but money is not evil. It's the love of money is a root of all sorts of evil things, not the money itself. Money in itself is neutral and it depends on what your attitude is towards money. That's really what it's all about. So, if you do things based on your bank balance, you see money as your source. Now, you'll understand in a moment why I'm saying this. Because the same hundred dollar bill you for example have in your wallet right now could have been used to sell drugs just a few hours ago. And now, you use it to buy someone in need, you buy them some food. So can you see that money is neutral? For the guy who was selling drugs, that's what he got. But you are using exactly the same bull, but you're using it to help someone in need. Can you see the the difference there? However, if God is your source, then you realize your needs will always be met and you will have abundance to share with others. And that's really the, the, the crux of wealth and when you can understand that wealth is really measured by what you give out more than what you keep for yourself, then you really begin to understand what wealth is and how wealth can be used uh, for for good purposes, because that is really why you and I want um, wealth and that's why we need wealth as, as, as well. So now let's just recap what we talked about in the previous episode, so that, so that we can move on to today's episode. So I, I trust you understand why uh, I place so much emphasis on wealth, because we need the wealth to do good to others and even for ourselves to, to empower you to do the things that you need to do and that you want to do. Now, in the last episode, I, I told you, and you know that most people don't know who they are or what they really want. And then I'm asking you, what do you have that the rest of the world want? And it's important question and you really have to look at this because if you don't know what you have on the inside of you, that which I need and what other people need, then there's there's a problem, there's an issue. So that's why we address this. And one of the things that we then address on this is generational wealth. And why are we looking at generational wealth when we talk about the gift that's inside of you? Because when we take Isaac, Abram's son, as an example, he became so wealthy that he became a threat for the world system around him. The the people among whom he lived at the time, they saw he became so wealthy and they started uh, fearing him. And they said to him, listen, we don't want you with us anymore. You just go out. But they were actually in fear that he would uh, subdue them and all that. But he wouldn't do that. He was not going to do that. He was a man of of, uh, good stature, good character, and of good moral standing as well. So he wouldn't do that. However, when you and I, when we get into a position of of wealth, it also brings a lot of responsibility. And we'll look at that as well. But um, when you have that, people look at you and they will come to you because God gives you the power to get wealth so that he can establish his kingdom. That's what he says in the, in, the, in the Old Testament. And in the New Testament, in the context where we are dealing with now, we are to use this um, wealth that God gave us the power to to accumulate and to accomplish so that we can build God's kingdom here on the earth, just as it is in heaven, just like he said to us, And wealth is really measured in terms of the amount you give away and not the amount that you keep for yourself. That is real wealth. So it doesn't really depend on your bank balance. Your bank balance can can be massive, but still it depends on your attitude and the amount that you really give out to others to uplift other people, to help other people. And that also, like we already said, it gives you authority to change the nations of the world. And that's what you and I have been called for. That's what your purpose is, God's purpose for you, God's purpose for me. And although the specifics may differ, may change from person to person, which it does in many cases, most cases, because we're all unique, um, it's still our, our goal to really go and change nations, to disciple these nations, and really to teach them and train them According to biblical principles, and it is really your and my responsibility to manage God's resources or be in charge of God's resources here on the earth. So God has given you certain things; He's given me certain things, and to the extent that we manage God's resources, that um, determines whether I'm successful in fulfilling the purpose or the the reason why. I was given birth and when we follow God's system to become wealthy then he can establish his kingdom here in the earth through you through you not apart from you because God wants to do it through you he wants to work with you he wants to work with me and we want to work together remember I said to you multiple times in this in this podcast in several episodes I need what you have. You are a very important person. So what you have, I need. And there are multiple other people, millions of other people that need what you have. It might even be billions of people that need specifically what you have. And we cannot really go without it. It's, it's such an important thing to stress. That's why I'm encouraging you to, to, to please just apply what I'm sharing with you here. And I know that's why you're here. That's why you want to hear and want to uh, walk with me and run with me with this thing. Now, let's look how does it work? Remember, we're just recapping still on on the last episode. How does it work? God gave man a mandate. And the mandate is to be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. And then we have to have dominion over every living thing that moves on the earth. And remember here we said, we have to have dominion over all the, the living things on the earth, not people. People are not included in there. So we are not to, to uh, trample on people or to manipulate people or to use people for, for the wrong purposes and for the wrong gains. That is very important. Now, here the word fruitful, to be productive and it doesn't mean to produce babies or to produce children this is very important and most people see this be fruitful just go out and make a lot of babies but that's not what God is saying here he's saying you have to be fruitful and that what he gave you this gift that's on the inside of you and that you have to take that gift and produce that gift but we'll you'll understand now as we go along now Every successful company in the world follows this principle that God stated right here. So they follow this principle. Number one, here's the method. Number one, be fruitful. So you have to produce a product. This is in the physical. Number two is to multiply that product. So you reproduce the same product many times over and over. Then you replenish. So you distribute the product all across the world. And then number four, you subdue or you control the market. That's basically the four steps that God has mandated to you and me right in the beginning when he created man. And when we apply these principles, that is when we we. Um, begin to acquire the wealth and where we become successful and we can change this um, not only our own lives our own families but our uh, the people around us our communities our cities our provinces our countries and all across the world it, it, it can go out now my question to you again what do you have to offer the world And to find out what you have, you have to look into yourself and ask God to help you find the idea inside you that will change the world. Because what you have on the inside of you can really change the world and it will change the world if you take this serious. Now, this product that you have on the inside of you, you first of all, you have to find it and then the principles that God gave. You produce it. You multiply it, you distribute it, then you dominate or you control the market. Can you see it's exactly the same as as, um, the mandate that God originally gave, gave us? But you have to find out what God's purpose is for you, for giving birth to you. That is basically your primary task. That is really what you need to find out. And then if you, for example, if you do not have a business at this stage, you can transition from a salary to where you can charge fees for your product or your service or whatever you have. So don't be dismayed where you are now. Don't be discouraged because you can transition. If you didn't know up to now, but now you know. So we'll, we'll get deeper into that in a bit. Now, the reason why this is so important, because your gift is really your work. And your work goes with you wherever you are, wherever you go. Doesn't matter where in the world you are. Doesn't matter your age or your circumstances, your work or that gift that's inside of you. It always goes with you and it can never depart from you. You can decide you don't want to do it anymore, but I'm sure once you get there, because it's so exciting to do that, that you don't want to step away from it. And then... I shared this quote by a young man to you and this really gave me a totally different perspective. And this was a young man and he said, "Yanni, I don't want a job because then I only get paid 12 times a year. Now that is uh, if you only get paid once, once a month. He says, I want a business so I can get paid many times per day. Wow, when I heard this, I thought this is so cool. You know, Okay, let's just explain. If you don't understand, many, many places in the world, people get paid on a weekly basis. They get their wages at the end of every week. So that's then 52 times a week. So he doesn't only wanna get paid 52 times a week. He wants to get paid many times every single day. And this was so precious to me. And this is what I want you to understand and to see When you have a salary, that's fixed. When you have a business, you can scale it. You can do with it whatever you wish to do with it and wherever you want to go with it, you can really scale it. So that was just a recap of of last week. So now let's move on to today's message. And remember today's uh, title is, your gift is your work and your gift makes room for you in the world. Now, here's a word of warning. You will never be the same after today. You will never be the same. Because what you hear today will help you to transition from where you are to where you need to go to. You can decide you don't want this. You can decide you don't want to go there. That's your choice. But I know you don't want to. I know you want to do something more than what you're doing today. Even if you already know what your gift is, then you still have the possibility and the ability to, to refine that and to build that out to much more than it, what it actually is today. So it doesn't really matter where you are. For each one of us, it doesn't matter whether it's you, whether it's me, whoever it is, there's always the ability that we have to enhance what we have and to work at this and to to expand it to a level that that's never been seen before because when you want this generational wealth remember generational wealth is where you leave an inheritance for your children and for your children's children and that is very important and it's only when you really apply righteous principles that you can do that because then you know how to instill these principles in your children and they will be able to instill it in their children's children. Now many people don't believe that and they don't think that is, that is possible, that's not true. They say if, if uh, people grow up very easy, then they just squander this stuff. Now that is true, but even if you have lots of wealth, you can still train your children to appreciate this, and how to deal with it in a, in a morally secure and a godly way. And so that's, that's part of your responsibility. Remember we said it comes with great responsibility. Now the first thing again, you have to go and find your gift. And once you've found your gift, which I believe by now you would have already done, if you haven't, remember that's what you need to do, then you have to take this gift and you have to refine your gift. And you have to decide for yourself, what am I going to develop? Who am I? And what am I carrying on the inside of me? So these are questions that you can use to help you not only uh, find your gift, but also how to refine your gift, how to develop your gift so that you can use it your own benefit and to the greater benefit of of uh, human of humans of mankind throughout the earth so the reason or the whole purpose of this so that you can find your real work because remember what we are saying we're saying the title your gift is your work so that you can find your real work that is what we endeavor here and that's what I'm Giving you here and that's what I'm helping you along the way and that's what I'm encouraging you to do now. Why? Because your job is what they pay you to do I'm just gonna give you a bit of a comparison here between your job and what your work is So just get that one again. Your job is what they pay you to do. Your work is what you were born to do Your job is your skill. It's something that you had to learn where as your work is your gift not that you don't have to develop this but it is it's it's with you it was in you the day you got bo- you were born your job you can retire from but your work you can never retire from why because it's always with you it goes with you wherever you are you can never retire from it your job is temporary but your work is permanent it's It will never expire. Your job is what you learned and your work is what you were born with. Your job gives you a salary, whereas your work gives you wealth. And you can get fired from your job, but you can never get fired from your work because your work goes with you. It's your gift. I'm gonna emphasize this over and over because we need to get this. I want you please to get this. It's so important. You can never get fired from your work because your work goes with you, wherever you are, wherever you go, because it is your gift. You were born with it. Okay, you got that? I know you got it. I'm glad and I'm very grateful for that. And also your gift makes room for you in the world. And here's something to remember. You were never made to be seedful. You were made to be fruitful. Because seed always comes before fruit. And you were born with that seed. That gift on the inside of you is like a seed. And so you should not produce the seed, but you should produce fruit. And that means you're already carrying the seed. Just like I said now, you were born with that. You were born into this world with that seed. But God wants the fruit. He wants you to take that seed, to plant that seed, to develop that seed so that you can be a fruit. Because when you go to a, to a tree, a fruit tree for example, let's take a mango tree. You don't go to that tree to look for seed. Yes, there might be a seed or there is a seed in the mango fruits, but you go there for the fruit. You want to enjoy the fruit. You want to enjoy the mango. And that is how it is with you and I as well. People come to you for what the fruit that you bear. It's not for the seed that's on the inside. It's for what comes out of you, what you produce and what you can uh, mean to other people, how you can uh, help them to uplift them that's what people really come to you for and that's what they really want from you and that's a good thing and it's supposed to be like that and here's another thing to remember people don't eat seed they don't pay for seed they don't run after the seed no they want fruit on the seed that is in you like I said I'm going to emphasize this over and over we need to get it you need to get it please And here I'm gonna share with you the story of a lady that got fired from her job. And this is a very interesting story because um, this lady, she came to a pastor and she was crying because she was fired. She didn't have any uh, other means of income. She didn't know what to do. She didn't know where she's gonna get another job. And she was really heartbroken. And she didn't have any concept that she could move on from there. So she was really uh, destitute in a way. She she didn't know what she was going to do next. Now, she was making beds at an hotel. So it was a very uh, low-key job. And she had three children. And she just received her last paycheck. And she said to the pastor, Pastor, what should I do? And she was crying. Tears were running. Now, I want you to listen to this because to me, this is precious. This pastor was a very wise man and the, the knowledge that he shared with her or the wisdom that he shared with her, you can take this, this, this concept because you can apply it on anything, on any uh, gift that's in, on the inside of you. You can take this principle or these principles and you can apply it in your own life and you will see the results, but you have to make it your own. Remember, I've said it over and over, don't just listen to this and, or listen to part of it and then just run. I've done things like that and it never worked in my life and I couldn't understand, but so-and-so said this No, why doesn't it work? It, he said it's gonna work if I just take it and I apply it. But no one ever told me that I have to make this my own. So you, that's why you really have to go and dig ask um, God's help with this, ask Holy Spirit to help you to uncover your gift, to know what is on the inside of you, and then also how to how to refine your gift, how to build it out so that it can actually be usable so that you can bear fruit. Okay, so now let's, I'm gonna do it sort of in a, in a dialogue kind of uh, scenario. So just follow me on this. So the pastor just smiled and he said, uh, to her, oh, first of all, when, when, when he, she saw him smiling, she said, now what are you smiling all about? She didn't expect him to smile on her. She thought he was gonna say, oh my dear, what happened? But he didn't do that. He just looked at her and he smiled because he had something else in his heart that he wanted to share with her. And then he asked her, he says, do you have an oven at your house? And the lady said, yes, I do. And the pastor said, How many times per week do you use your oven? And she said, once. And he said to her, you only use your oven once a week? Yes, she says, I only use it on Sundays. And listen to what he says to her. He says, you are abusing your oven. It is idle six days of the week. So you're actually wasting, you're wasting that oven. You spent a lot of money to get that oven and it never works. So whatever you have, you have to utilize that. You have to use that to your benefit to take um, whatever you have and to enhance your gift and take your gift out. That's basically what he's saying to her here. So she's of course said to him, now what are you saying pastor? Because she couldn't understand what he was really saying. And then he asked her, he says, do you have any flour in your house? Yes, I do. Do you have any sugar in your house? Yes, I do. And then he asked her, he says, do you remember the cookies you made for me? So apparently she made him some cookies some time before. And she said, yes, I remember that. And he says, now go home, take this last paycheck that they gave you and go and buy all the ingredients you need to bake those cookies and bake a lot of them. Then take the cookies and go to the the hotel where you work and give every person you worked with some free cookies. And she said, what do you mean? Now I have to go and use my last paycheck to go and buy a bunch of ingredients to bake cookies and just give it away? Remember, this is, there's a principle, there's a lesson in here. And he said to her, he says, you just do as I tell you. If you do, you will succeed. But, but, but pastor, And he said to her, obey me and you will succeed. And on that, you know, little bit firm tone of voice, she said, yes. And then what this pastor did, he just prayed with her and for her and he prayed over the check. So she went away and she she bought the ingredients, she baked the cookies, and then she placed them in, in little plastic bags. And then she went to the hotel and gave each one of those people that she worked with, um, from the staff, uh, to the managers, every single one, she gave a bag of these cookies, everyone. And you can just think for yourself, they were a bit shocked to see her, because normally if someone gets fired from their job, because of you know their downsizing and all that, then they never see that person again. So they were really actually shocked to, to see her. So when they asked her what she's doing there, she said, well, I just came to say thank you for the time that I could work with you and all that. And they were still, they were very surprised and they were a bit shocked. But then she went home and two days later, she called the pastor and she said, pastor, you won't believe what happened. He says, well, try me, let's let's hear. And she said, I got orders for 15 dozen cookies. And the pastor said to her, that's awesome. But now I want you to go back to them and tell them you want prepayment. You're not going to produce it first. You want prepayment. So she did what he told her to do. So she went back with a little form that she set up and she got the prepayments. The next week she called him again and she said, Pastor, remember what happened next? I got orders for 25 dozen cookies. Isn't that awesome? See how, look how it escalated. Now, six months later, she had to buy an industrial oven just to keep up with her baking. And at this time, she also had to hire two people to help her. And a year later, she employed 12 people and she baked a thousand dozen cookies per month. Isn't that incredible how it started off? She didn't have anything. She received her last paycheck. And look how... She was blessed just by applying these principles. And two years later, she had a factory and all the stores in the town sold her packaged cookies. So she even packaged the cookies and she sold it through all these stores. And you know what? Today, this lady is a multi-millionaire. And sometime later, sometime after this, she visited the pastor just to say thank you to him. So and she brought him some cookies. But this time she was dressed in a very nice suit, very chic and very stylish. And at this time she had 115 employees. So her business just blossomed. And her cookies were, at this time, were distributed all over the show. Now let's listen to the conversation here. And the lady said to the pastor, Pastor, thank you for guiding me. I thank God for getting me fired. And then she gave the pastor this bag with the cookies and she said, look inside the bag. And when he looked inside the bag, there was a a check made out to the church of this pastor for 10,000 United States dollars. And the lady said, thank you for letting me see my gift was always in me, but it was buried under a job. And God knew I will never find my gift if it was buried under a job. And I want you to hear this. Please hear this message. Please hear it. I'm going to repeat what she said to him here. Thank you for letting me see my gift was always in me. My gift was just buried under a job. And God knew I will never find my gift if it is buried under a job. Isn't that awesome? And that's what I want for you. That's what I want you to hear today. Please hear me and find your gift and start refining your gift. Don't just go and bake cookies. That's not not what I'm saying. But find your gift, what you have on the inside of you. And this is what the pastor said, sort of uh, jokingly said, Oh Lord, please help me find a few more cookie women. But what he was really saying is, Lord, please help me to empower more people so that they can find their gift so that they can go out there and uh, make a difference, not only in their own lives, but in the lives of so many people around them. Now I've got more stories, which I'm not going to share with you um, today, but I'm just going to uh, take a closer look with you to the principles that are at work here. So first of all, search to find your gift and then be generous and give out for free. Please don't miss out on this step. It is so important to first give before you start receiving. It's almost as if you sow a seed, you, you, you pay your tithe, you give to people so that they can have it free, so that they can enjoy it and then Take this fruit that you've basically given them and so that they can come back to you and want more of what you have just given them. So that's why it's so important. That's the first principle after you have found your gift. Be generous and give out freely. So she was also diligent and she applied the mandate God gave you and me. And I'm going to go over this again. Find your gift, produce your gift, multiply your gift, distribute your gift, and then dominate the market with your gift that was given to you right at birth. You can do it. And at this point, remember, no one knows what you are carrying, but I know there is a gift in you. I know it. I know it because you've been born with it and you shall find your gift and you shall change. I know you will change. I'm speaking it over your life. I'm speaking it over your life. And so all I'm asking you is just to receive it. And I'm speaking over you that you shall impact the world. You shall make a difference in the world. How? By using your gift. And I'm telling you, I've been sent to you today actually to upset you, to upset you so that you can realize if you don't know what your gift is, so that you can go and look for your gift, so that you can apply these principles and stop allowing other people to suffocate your dream to stifle you, to stifle your growth. Stop listening to other people. Please listen to me when I'm saying that. I know what I'm talking about. I've been through that. And people will, they will try to water down everything that you want to do, especially your gift that God has given you, that you received at the time when you were, were born. And inside of you, there's an awesome person. I know you're an awesome person. That's why you're listening. So I'm encouraging you. So with that, I'm sending you out. Go and change the world. Go establish God's kingdom here on the earth. Go for it. Just go for it. Go out there and make a difference. And at this point, please share this message. You've received something today, which is very precious. Share it with a family member. Share it with a friend. Help me to get this message out so we can get people to search for their gift on the inside of them so that they can develop their gift and so that they can refine their gift and make a change and make a difference in the world around them please help me take this message out and that's all that i have for you today i'm looking forward to chatting with you in the next episode you have an awesome day until next time thank you so much for tuning into the rise and shine show today Please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.